Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> of course. Happy birthday to the con. Happy birthday. I said happy birthday to you <laughs> Randy Jackson and the sexual chocolate yes yes sexual chocolate <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday to the con thank you very much thank you very much I did have a birthday yesterday the... right on St. Patrick's Day man yeah dude so you're lucky <clears throat> lucky you are uh, the proverbial lucky charm that we all need around us. That's why you're the con, bro. That's why you're the king. Yeah. That's why all things are yours is because you're that lucky. Oh. It comes your way. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. I don't know what to say. I'm blushing. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm blushing. Know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, dude. Everyone, please take the time today at some point, just randomly, wherever you are, whether you're in the car, whether you're at work, whether you're running, you're at home, wherever you are, just in honor of your king, just give us a con. <laughs> there it is, dude. Celebrate the Ma- con's birthday, dude. Ma- that would be fantastic. Imagine if you're just like you're somewhere, anywhere, even like at your house, and somehow you listen to you hear your neighbor just yell out "con" for some reason. I know. Just be like, what the heck? They listen to the show. Wait, what? what? And then you pass by and he's actually watching Wrath of Khan 2 really super loud. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, either way, it works. Either way, it, it works. Sounds. It works. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us to uh, for a brand new episode of The Beta Report. I'm one of your calls. <laughs> I am the Khan. We got Jay. What up, everybody? We got no Uno today because he's moving. He's moving his stuff. So, moving right along. Yeah, man. Right along. That dude just went into a multi-billion dollar home it's uh <laughs> it's jarvis enabled uh it has um it has its own uh tony stark uh vault of freaking uh iron man armor Mo- in there mogul suits that's what it is to because mogul all these yeah billion dollar yeah, deals those, like like uh bullet train freaking vibranium wakanda trains that takes them from his house to wakanda yes exactly uh, Exactly. So he's busy doing that. So you uh, won't join us probably for uh, another week or so. But um, but he's in our thoughts. And he's thinking about us too. So <laughs> he's thinking about like us. Like I would think, he's in our thoughts and in our prayers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dude, movie sucks. So I can f- I feel for him, dude. I know how. And, and just imagine, is. like, compounded even more, more because. We lost Jay for a second there. To what happened? What were we saying? Like, we lost you for a second. What oh, sorry. No, I was saying that uh, uh, that it, it, it's it's compounded even worse because of like the pandemic stuff. Oh, uh, no. You have to be like extra careful with moving things around and maybe not having so many people come in to help you move and doing all that stuff. So. Yeah, for sure. It's tough. Well, we can tough s- stuff. Hope he gets through it. <laughs> it should be fine. Uh, dude, man, we just gotta talk about a couple of things that we've been that's just been out there that we haven't really give our thoughts and opinions on. But uh, WandaVision's over; it was over about two weeks ago, so it's good to have uh, a little talk. And there's gonna be spoilers, so sorry, we're just gonna talk about it. That's we're it. We're just gonna do it. We're just gonna do it. So, uh, let's let's jump into it, bro. WandaVision, love it or hate it. Bro, love it. Beta approved gold tier. Yeah, I'm going to say it, dude. I, this is a gold tier uh, show that I think is uh, worth watching, worth spending the time with, especially because, I, and I think we're going to see, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we talk about um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But this was like movie quality, like effects and things uh, on a TV show. And uh, it was just awesome to see Marvel kind of investing that much, that like that many resources and money into the technology, into the effects, into just the, the talent that they had for this movie, like for this show. 
uh, really, it was like an eight-part movie, you know, and just the way that it played out. It was just the, the quality of it was really good. Um, it was just fantastic, dude. And again, just Marvel continues its reign over entertainment, dude. Like, they're just doing everything, and they can do it all well. Uh, and this was just another home run for them. In the same vein as, like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy that were just these, like, weird b-level obscure characters that you know outside of marvel's hands probably would have flopped and you wouldn't have really cared about them but it ended up being like partly you know the heart of the mcu when it first came out you know like and and i feel like wandavision kind of did the same thing these two characters that you kind of like were hinted at a little bit of the relationship and um, you know, you didn't really care for them as much. Like that relationship wasn't that big of a deal in the actual MCU. But actually having the opportunity to explore that relationship, explore love, explore grief, ex uh, explore just kind of like longing and, and um, all those different like emotions, all those different feelings. Uh, it was just fantastic, dude. It was just really well done. Like they did a really good job of just bringing all those themes to life. And again, dude, I'll say it again and again and again. Freaking Paul Bettany as Vision, uh, Elizabeth Olsen as like as uh, Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. Like they have such great chemistry together, dude. So that's why I hope that this continues, that they continue to share the screen together because they do so well. Like I actually like believed in their relationship and I believed in their like love and affection for themselves. They like they just played that chemistry so well and it was just so good. And it's such a weird context too, because it's like there's this like super powered witch girl, and then there's like android man, synthesoid, I guess to be exact. But they like made it work, and they made like those feelings and everything like feel real, and it didn't seem weird that they were like these two different beings who like mm -hmm. loved each other. I don't know. I just thought it was fantastic. So yes, it, it definitely amazing, fantastic, <clears throat> wonderful show. Yeah, it I was just can't wait enough of or see more of yeah it's it was it was pretty awesome i think the yeah so many people just talking about the show itself but um you know more specifically uh with this final episode i think the only the only issue actually lied with us the the audience because i think a lot of people who have been watching the show throughout the whole series we're creating so many expectations, so many theories. Reed Richards and the mutants, and uh, uh, we're gonna get uh, either Nightmare or um, what's the other fool's name, Mephisto, and the multiverse and blah 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 and all this stuff. And it it just really didn't happen. So it's like, uh, the, and it's not Marvel's fault, although they kind of set it up in a way to you know get to you know get get this mystery going. But um, so in in some way, it was disappointing that I'm talking about the series finale, uh, but not because they did anything wrong. It was disappointing because of the self put on expectations that all of us put on it. That was it. So I, as long as you understood that, then you're cool, right? Because you won't be blaming them. But it was sort of like, oh man, it was more of a more of a thing like that. Like, oh man, we didn't get to see no, you know. Fantastic Forties with the Reed Richards, or we didn't get to see that you know the X Men are coming in and stuff, and that I think that was the biggest swerve was the whole Quicksilver thing, you know. It's like, mm -hmm. but I think in that case, I think Mar uh, Marvel did know what they were doing. In fact, saying, "Oh yeah, look, we'll we'll use Evan Peters." Oh, it so happens to be Quicksilver in the other show. Like, they totally put us on. They trolled us, I think, for that because it comes out he's like Randy Boner or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you're Ralph, like, what? Ralph Boner. What? Yeah, Ralph, Ralph Boner. Oh, Ralph Boner it is. Yeah, Ralph Boner. And you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? So, but what I don't get is that he's got Quicksilver's powers. So how is it, unless she, you know, uh, you know, Agatha um, gave him those powers, I guess. So I don't know if it, maybe there's still a, sort of another red herring there. Maybe he still is, but I don't know. It's weird. But... Uh, yeah, man, I thought that was so like, dang, man, that's that they really got us there, dude. But overall, it uh, that this last episode itself was like, you know, I was thinking of trying to think of a uh, expression here. I was gonna say balls to the wall, but um, <laughs> but no, it was like totally awesome, dude. Just just having uh, you know the um, 
what's her name, Wanda, actually become the Scarlet Witch. Her whole her whole new costume is also, is pretty amazing. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. It's um, yeah, it was everything about this episode. It was heartbreaking too, man. She 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 lost vision for a third freaking time, dude. A third yeah. time, and then obviously losing her kids. Um, and so yeah, it, it was pretty heartbreaking. But at the same time. It's uh, something to look forward to, right? Because now it's going to go into Doctor Strange. That's something else. Doctor Strange didn't come out. You, everybody was like claiming he everybody was going like, to be in it. Everybody was like dead set that like that dude was yeah. going to be there. Like, oh, there's no doubt. Like, there was literally like no doubt. Every freaking nerd out there who was making a reaction video, prediction video, uh, us included, was straight up said like, oh yeah, Doctor Strange is gonna be there. That last episode, like, that's the cameo. But I did, I love that 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 part of like Paul Bettany. They were both just talking about like, oh, you know, there's gonna be like this huge cameo, and it just ends up being like himself. Like he was just referring to he's like on screen. He's himself. he's like it's an actor I really want to work with. Whatever he's freaking talking about himself. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, dude. That's amazing, dude. Yeah, I give him props awesome. for that one. That was that was pretty funny. So, yeah, dude, WandaVision is just I'm so glad it that. Um, that it worked out for all Marvel that even though that was not supposed to start phase four, it, it started perfect, man. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's fine. You know, it's perfect to, to, to jump into it. So yeah, I can't wait, man. It's, it's, you gotta wait till 2022 to hear something about it till, you know, the, the continuation of the story with Dr. Strange too. But, um, I'm really looking forward to that. I, I thought it was a, a, a wonderful show. It was really great series finale. Um, not obviously not perfect one, but I thought it was really, um, really, really good. Today, I think I think I mentioned this before. The budget for every episode is about twenty five million, and you could see it on screen too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like they definitely brought in like movie quality production to this, and it's kind of awesome to see just based on like the footage that we've seen for uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. There looks like they're doing the exact same thing there, and this is probably gonna get revved up like even more so because it's going to be more action oriented uh series it seems like so just the production behind that is going to be i'm sure ridiculous yeah uh yeah, you can sure. already kind of see like the signs of that so so it's know, great it's that, awesome. that we go to wandavision and then straight to tomorrow or when you hear this episode this episode uh you'll be able to stream the new uh series for disney plus that we've been waiting for this is the original this is the one that was supposed to Come on, before Wandavision, and I'm talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, bro. I am so hyped for this, dude. So pumped for this. Some of the um, some of the uh, previews, some people who got to watch that first episode are saying that this is just chock full of action and stuff, and uh, the banter, of course, which which makes this whole thing, dude, is uh, it's gonna be amazing between Falcon and the Winter Soldier, dude. Like, mm-hmm. did you see that clip about them talking about? Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Falcon's like he's it's you know they're it's probably one of the big three, and he's like the big three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a big three. What is that? He's a androids, uh, aliens, and wizards, and he's like <laughs> that's not a thing. Oh yes, it's a thing. <laughs> he's all what did he say? Uh, he's like what about Doctor Strange? He's like he's not a he's not a sor- he's a sorcerer, not a wizard. He's a wizard and without a hat. Goes, yeah, <laughs> he goes oh yeah, what is that? A sorcerer is a wizard without a hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty I funny. It, I, dude, I, yeah. I, I can't wait for it, dude. So I, I really, really can't. So, dude, um, this has freaking buddy cop, uh, like the the best parts of Lethal Weapon, the uh, you know, like that type of energy, you know, like just kind of a, a Riggs and Murtaugh type of like relationship between these two guys. I think is like. I'm glad that they're, you know, Tango and Cash type of thing here, too. Like, all those amazing, like, old school, like, buddy cop type of, like, uh, archetype, you know, type of characters that they're going to bring in here is going to be awesome, dude. And and a lot of that comes with, like, the banter and just kind of the the quips back and forth. Um, That's what we're all going to come for, you know? And and it's awesome that there's going to be, like, this new generation of kids and like younger people who are going to be able to experience that for themselves in their own like context you know like what mcu is to them you know what like lethal weapon and stuff was to us right like back in the day um we enjoyed those kinds of like movies but now they're getting that same type of feel 
with the show that they know and characters that they understand and, and a franchise that they like love. Uh, so it's going to be awesome, dude, just to kind of see that new, that same energy in a new generation is going to be dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait, dude. So where where does this start off? Where where exactly are we in the the the, the whole timeline within the within within um, you know the Avenger movies? And it is after obviously after Endgame, not too far off, dude. And I think what they were saying too uh, with Kevin Feige had mentioned in an interview that the what's which is officially called the blip, not the snap, but yeah, the, but the blip. Um, actually has a lot of sort of um, ramifications for everybody, and so it, it that that kind of continues on. So they're not making it seem like it's like a whatever thing. It's something that happened, and people dealing with the the fallout of you know people missing five years of their life essentially, mm-hmm. and coming back to you know whatever their life is. So that's going to be interesting to watch too. And last thing we we. The last thing we saw of the Falcon uh, was uh, at the end of Endgame when Steve Rogers has decided to live out his life instead of come back to the future after he dropped off all of the stones. He's an old, old man and pretty much gives up the mantle of Captain America and gives it to Falcon. And he, uh, essentially, if you go back in the movie, he actually does look at Bucky like saying, you know, hey, I think this is yours, and Bucky's like, nah, go for it. It's yours, man. You take it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he picks up the, the shield, and that's that's where we kind of left off with Falcon. And with Winter Soldier, uh, basically the same place with Bucky, uh, as he sees the shield being passed on to him. Um, we don't know what his status is in the world. Is he an agent for shield or sword or, um, you know, another government entity? We don't know. And we don't even know where Sam belongs with, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't even know what it, the Avengers are at this point either. Like, right. is it a thing or is it not a thing? Did it end with with Tony uh, Stark dying? Um, what are the Avengers right now? So that's another thing I don't know. I haven't seen many people talk about like what is going on right now. Like, do we have actual heroes? Do we have the Avengers? Maybe this show is going to talk about that as to who do we have now that there is no Captain America, there is no Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. And I think uh, this show is going to deal a lot with, does, you know, Captain America handed the shield over, but as we've seen in previews, there seems to be someone else, you know, I think who's considered U.S. agent, who's supposed to right. be like a Captain America knockoff. So, did they not accept uh, Sam Wilson as the new Captain America? Like, what's going on there? So it's gonna yeah, be yeah. interesting to see how are they gonna how are they gonna uh, tackle that? Is it a uh, is it a race thing? You know, I hate to put that out there, but baby, you don't know. It's like, do they not accept him as Captain America? Like, what what is the story behind that? So we're gonna, mm-hmm. I'm assuming we're gonna find that out. And uh, the only thing that I'm uh, not happy about is that it's only six episodes. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of crazy. I think yeah. that it's only gonna be six episodes, um, and I think. They said that the the rate the runtime is going to be about like forty five minutes and stuff. So um, at so least I we mean, get more. Yeah, at least we, we we get a little bit more, but still, it's just kind of like man, only six episodes. Like that's going to go by so fast. Um, but yeah, one of the things that I think for me that I'm most interested in is uh, like seeing how they develop Bucky and just all the things that because he's essentially like Captain America, like a man out of time, right? Because he, uh, just like him, continued to get, like, frozen and then, like, refrozen and then – or unfrozen and then frozen again and then unfrozen whenever they wanted to use him. So, you know, that's why he hasn't aged much. Like, he is kind of on the same track or the same timeline as Steve Rogers, Captain America. Like, he literally was in ice this whole time and just kind of wakes up in the modern world. So, really hasn't had a lot of interaction, like, you know, from, uh, from Winter Soldier – to like the end game, you know, he was kind of like on the run for that time. So like that was his first interaction with the world, you know, once he was like free of being that wouldn't the winter soldier. Then after that he goes and he's in Wakanda for like some time. And then he was like stuck there for a little bit, being reprogrammed or whatever. And now he's like back into the world. So I, I'm I'm most interested in seeing like that dynamic of like 
what like where is Bucky? Like who who is he? Who is he gonna be now? Now that he's kind of like has complete freedom and autonomy, like he can make his own decisions now, not really being like tugged in any direction. Um, you know, is he gonna take like the hero route or, or is he just gonna like continue to run and be in hiding? Like all that stuff I think for me is the most like exciting thing to see what they do with Bucky. Cause I think Bucky really has the potential to be like, a, a, like a, a pretty incredible character that they can use um, uh, in the MCU, which I'm, again, I'm just looking forward to see where they take his character and what they do with him. Uh, and like, yeah, what, what's the, like the legacy now that they leave behind? Uh, or that that uh, Captain America left behind, and that being his best friend, you know, like so, where does that leave him? Like, does he want to like take up that mantle too? So, are they both kind of like vying for, for the same, like, because in the comics too, like, didn't uh, Bucky became uh, Captain was, America for a little bit too, yeah, right? Yeah, there was a period that he was Captain America. I think the the latest uh, story was that uh, the Falcon was the was Captain America, but at some period, yeah, Bucky did pick up the shield to become, you know, a version of Captain America. So, yeah, so I, something like that too. So just yeah. kind of seeing how that legacy that <clears throat> Captain America, Steve Rogers kind of left behind and how that's going to affect. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, where do they go from here? Like how do they put that together? You know, like how do they make it work? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm most interested in. Looks fantastic, dude. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. It's gonna be uh, pretty awesome. Again, the the production value looks amazing. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna get. I, I think one thing that the showrunner, <clears throat> there was an interview with the showrunner um, uh, of the uh, of the show, said something about that um, they kind of felt the heat with WandaVision, right? Because WandaVision, all these people really loved WandaVision. There was all this talk about it, all these theories, and he's like, I don't think people are gonna find the same thing with. Falcon Winter Soldier because there's not a lot of mystery the way WandaVision put it out there, right? WandaVision was like all this mystery. Who's pulling the strings? Who's this? Who's that? What is going on? Who's who's coming out? Whatever. So the Falcon Winter Soldier doesn't have the same kind of thing to it. Um, it it's uh, more action-based. It's got some questions out there, but it's not going to be the same like WandaVision. So he's just kind of setting the expectations out there for what you might expect and, and to not expect sort of the same thing like like you did with WandaVision. So, um, yeah, that was kind of cool to at least not, you know, put that bar. Uh, not that the expectations are not too high, but, I mean, the whole about, you know, mystery and stuff about that. Dude, one of the things that I, I, that I uh, would kind of like, uh, I would uh, feel bad, I guess, not talking about is probably one of the more effective, like, he, villains that we've seen so far and I feel like is more of an under underrated villain that we don't really that not a lot of people really talk about <clears throat> but he essentially like broke up the Avengers and, yeah. and they never really came back together until Endgame until like you had a villain like Thanos that brought them back together but like freaking Baron Zemo's back in in this yeah. world with that, and with that classic mask too the classic mask too dude which is pretty dope so now they have to like try to figure out how to contend with this strategic like so it's not going to be this like we need to overpower you type of uh uh type of villain right like this guy they he's just so cerebral so strategic that i'm sure is just going to cause trouble for like everybody so then just having to get down uh to that level and just kind of figuring out how to like outsmart this guy because i'm sure he's going to have like this ridiculous plan and it's just going to be like incredible to see him just tearing these people apart, continuing to tear them apart. Um, so I'm really excited, I think, to see him too, see Baron Zemo and just all of the things like he's going to be capable of doing. Because again, like he's the guy that you can credit for essentially destroying the Avengers. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for Thanos, they probably would have stayed apart. Like all these heroes would have been on the run. And uh, they probably, you know, would have never been able to reconcile and come back together. Uh, um, so, so yeah. So I think I'm, I'm really excited to see how they use Zemo in this, and and um, how they. And it's also, I think, the first time, with the exception of Thanos, that we see a villain return, right? Because usually most of the villains in all the other Marvel movies are just kind of like one and dones, and they like kind of uh, are over with that threat. I mean, with the exception of Loki, too, I guess. 
Um, but like Loki uh, and and Zemo seem like the only villains that I can think of right now, off the top of my head, that have actually returned in in more than one movie or now show. So you know, I think that kind of says a lot, right? That, that there is yeah. a bit of significance with Zemo. Although you will, although Red, although Red Skull came back, but you can't really count that because he didn't come back as a villain. He was more like right. a, some type of watcher over the Mind Stone. But yeah, I think Baron Zemo is, is such a underrated villain, really, that he he used uh you know different tactics to to cause harm to the Avengers. I mean that even Ultron broke him up. He had a freaking uh ex what uh, uh what is it? Um Sokovian uh what was he like a military guy or something like that, right? Or something that, that um just a regular person that that actually broke up the Avengers. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. You know, so it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, and then seeing him with that mask, man, like the cartoon and the comic books with having that Baron Zemo ski mask, purple ski mask yeah. looking thing. So yeah, it's gonna be pretty. It's yeah, it's be pretty exciting to see what you know how he got out and why is he you know involved in all this or how is he involved in all what's going on in these series. So yeah, it's just dude, I just can't wait. It's just. So so amazing! I am glad you brought up Baron Zemo because that's another good point to watch this show. Is that you have probably one of the best you know villains in in, in Marvel. So yeah, one of the amazing things about Marvel too, looking at WandaVision and now looking at Falcon Winter Soldier, the beautiful thing is that they're developing all of these like new questions, and like it just continues to fuel our desire to like want more right like where's freaking white vision why didn't he go back and like try to help wanda in that last battle why did he like finally gain all of his memories realize who he was and then he just took off like he didn't even come back uh to to help her or or to do anything like he literally just left um where is wanda at the end people have been making mention of it's um you know dr doom's like country, I forgot what the place is called. La- Latvia, um, right? But some people are speculating, yeah, something like that. But some people are speculating that that that's where she is. That's so like, is that true? Is that how they're gonna bring in this? And again, this is our own like self-imposed expectations of like, is that how they're gonna bring the Fantastic Four in? Because that's how they're making those connections there. Um, you know, she hears Billy and Tommy's voices. So like, is she going to be able to like dive into these other dimensions now? Uh, with these characters now too, like what is Baron Zemo going to be able to do? Who's that girl who put that mask on her face and is apparently like seems like she's super strong or something in the Falcon and Winter Soldier show? And uh, you know, yeah, what what agency are they working for and who's bringing them together? So there's all these amazing questions that these shows are still bringing up, and it's causing us to just still come back for more and more and more. Um, so that's one of the things that uh, I guess continues to be like. Marvel's like biggest draw is their ability to to make all of these shows continue to be relevant even past their like once they're actually done you're still kind of thinking about them and you're still left with this desire to just know more and to be like shoot like so what's gonna happen uh where are we gonna go from here um yeah. but I guess I mean since we kind of brought that up like what wh- what do you think is why do you think that vision, just the white vision, and we didn't really talk about that, but like, you know, we have that white vision now who essentially in the end accepted the fact that he was vision, right? He said, I am vision, kind of a uh, an echo of uh, I am Iron Man, right? Yeah. Or I am inevitable. They have these uh, kind of call outs to all that. But I don't know. Why do you think he kind of just took off and was like, peace out? I think it's because he... Um... The, I think the issue was that he he is vision in the sense that he's got the body and he's got the memories, but he doesn't have the um, the experiences of the original vision. the The original vision had those experiences that caused him to start becoming like human in a sense, mm-hmm. having those experiences that started helping him. Um, become human in a sense of having emotion and empathy 
uh, and sympathy and all those other things. So he doesn't have any of those experiences. He has the memories of the original Vision, but he doesn't have those experiences that he's actually gone through to actually uh, uh, evolve into having human emotions. So that's why I think he took off because he's probably confused. It was like, dude, I, what's going on? It's like, I know all of this, but I don't feel any of it, you know? So mm-hmm. that that's possibly why he just didn't become that vision. And I'm assuming at some point he, he'll he be able to change his color, you know? Like, he'll be able to change what he looks like into the original right. vision at some point. So that that's why I think he just took off. He just He's just like, oh, I'm not... I, you know, he he realized his his um, main directive wasn't or it shouldn't be to kill the vision because he is vision. Because that's what it was, right? He was sent there to kill vision, but right. he can't kill himself, right? So he's like, "What the heck?" And he took off. He's like, "I'm confused." I don't know. Yeah. That's my theory. I think that's probably why he didn't do it, so or why he took off. That whole ship of thesis was like, "Dang, dude, that's." It's deep. Yeah, I know. I love that. I actually have to like go back and like look it up to see like if it was like a real thing. And <laughs> yeah, it's like this real like philosophical question that people ask themselves. You know, like it's crazy. I was like, know. damn. Yeah, <laughs> and then I think that's one of the cool things too is that like they went there. You know, like they didn't. There was no fear of like let's just do this like rock and sock them thing like these two synthesoids thing like let's just make this, this like visual spectacular thing where they're just phasing in and out of each other and like fighting and just it ends that way like i love the fact that like vision being this you know incredibly intelligent being half vibranium and half jarvis and it, because he does have all of these different amazing minds within him right he has like jarvis and uh, Bruce Banner and and freaking Ultron and Tony Stark like all these minds are kind of like floating inside of his head so he is his like intellectual being so I'm kind of glad that they did do something <laughs> like that that it wasn't like uh, it was you know kind of he result he uh, resolved to like appeal to his like you know his intelligence rather than just kind of like beat him up and <laughs> do all that. And the fact that it was like in a library too, I feel like it was just like perfect. It was so great that they had like that little intellectual conversation like in a library, uh, in that in that little town of West. I, I didn't realize that little touch that it's like it actually in a library. Mm-hmm. Let's have this intellectual talk. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy, dude. Uh, I don't know yeah, how we ended up back in WandaVision yeah. after talking about fucking with a soldier, but yeah. <laughs> well, just because I was just saying that, like, these shows are capable of, of producing all of these other questions, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so many things that we don't know about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and where they are now, where they're going. And again, just kind of pointing to the strength of, like, that, 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 like, 20 year plan or whatever that Feige has and that, like, Marvel has uh, in, in creating this, like, big old narrative web of all these different things that they need. Like, it's just right now in my mind, like I can't like comprehend or connect anything. Like nothing <laughs> has like a through line that I can say like, or at least it, like having WandaVision be like the first entrance into phase four. Like we can say like, Oh, okay. Like the multiverse is going to be a big thing. Like magic might be a big thing when space is going to be a big thing. Right. Because sword is obviously something that's involved with like space. So like, how does, you know, Winter, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier kind of fit into that. Like, is there going to be, are they going to now deal with things like uh, from space too? Or like, is there going to be like a mystic aspect to this too? Like, how do all these things connect? So that's why I'm like, dang, I just want to get more. Like, I'm just hungry for more and more content because I want to know how all these things connect because we know already that they do, right? Like, all these things kind of fit in together like puzzle pieces. Mm-hmm. So we need to figure out how that's going to happen. Um, so that's all I was saying. It's just like, it's it's awesome that there's all these like loose ends still and freaking Marvel just knows how to bring us back for, for more, dude. <laughs> they just know how to like keep us, entice us to make sure that we're coming back again Seriously. and again and again. Um, and I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> You're here for it. Let's go. Um, what was the other thing I was going to... Um... 
Oh man, it just it's, it escaped me, dude. But yeah, it's it's just Disney's hitting it, <clears throat> hitting out of the park right now. So we'll see what happens with these other shows that are coming down the pipeline. But uh, Ooh, very other... quickly, yeah, before we move on to what you wanted to talk about, um, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, <clears throat> fantastic. I just wanted to say that really quick because uh, I know you're gonna talk about a movie that you saw. Recently. Well, let's talk about it because I saw it too. I did watch Raya and the Last Dragon, and uh, we're on this Disney tip, dude. Well, and this... yeah, yeah, we're not getting a lot of. Uh, well, I don't see a lot of talk about it. I don't know if you have, but um, I did see a lot of the reviews, and people really liked it. So I went to go check it out, and I, I thought it was good. I thought it was great. I, 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 uh, I enjoyed um, the 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 story, the action on there, um, the characters. I really liked. Um, I really liked the kid, and I'm not talking about Con Baby. Con Baby was <laughs> was okay, but I liked the other kid though. I don't know why that kid. I really Captain Moon. Uh, Captain Moon is that his Boone. name? Boon. Boon. Yeah. I keep I kept hearing Moon, but it's Boon. Okay. Yeah. Captain Boon. I loved it. I love that kid, man. That kid was yeah. like <laughs> he was he was pretty cool, man. So I I uh, really enjoyed him, um, but I I think the the whole story of Unity was really great. I thought. The animation was great. The story was great. Um, uh, I, I loved Aquafina as uh, as the uh, the dragon. What was uh, it? Sisu, right? Yeah, Sisu. I know this freaking movie back and forth because we've seen it like twenty times. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, we just like continue to watch it like pretty much every scene. I love how our freaking hedgehog became our freaking vehicle. Uh, but it, well, what? I love how our hedgehog became our freaking vehicle. Yeah, dude, I know. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. It's a big old giant wheel, dude. I was like, damn, that's awesome. Yeah, I do. It's like it's funny too because it's in our minds uh, with Hazel. We're already like, oh man, so the Disney ride is gonna be like this, and you're gonna be able to ride, you know, tuk tuk, and it's become like this big uh, tire thing, and then it's gonna it's gonna be like on a screen, and then you're gonna become Sisu, and you're gonna start, you're gonna ride her through the sky. So, like, she already has, like, the entire, like, I'm going to hit up, you know, some Disney Imagineer and be like, yo, my daughter has the perfect idea for the Raya ride, and it's going to be freaking amazing. It's going to be fantastic, because uh, she has it all planned out already. Um, but, yeah, this movie is, like, awesome, and I think it's uh, because it's Women's Appreciation Month. I didn't want to go without being able to talk about uh, the new addition to the Disney princesses, uh, which is Raya, who is... Uh, a very um, kind of a, a a Mulan-esque type of like Mulan uh, Moana-esque type of princess and, and I just kind of like love this the these new takes on princesses that don't necessarily like are, are these like damsels in distress and can always like can fend for themselves and are essentially like the the heroes of their own stories mm-hmm. um, so I love that you know and and I think it's important for us to kind of talk about that especially now you know that we uh there's a a big movement kind of going around uh regarding you know like the our asian community and just kind of like the the hate that's kind of been boiling up in our uh society um you know regarding like the the, our, our asian community now and just with the shooting that went on in atlanta too of uh um you know some some asian brother and sisters of ours um, so just wanted to make sure that we kind of like talked about that today too, and just kind of giving light to that, uh, and just, you know, showing our support for, uh, our other people of color, our Asian brothers and sisters, our Chino Latinos, our Coreano hermanos, all of them out there, uh, just know that the beta report stands with you and we're here for you as well. And I think Raya is just one of those, and, and, and I hope, uh, and I hope, uh, you know, our, the Asian community kind of feels the same way as, as we do. But I, I enjoyed it, and I like that that bit of representation that we see there, uh, having a strong female Asian character, right, um, and having like a predominantly Asian cast too um, in this uh, uh, in this movie. I think uh, it's just wonderful to see, and um, so I just wanted to make sure that we brought that to light and just say that it is a fantastic movie. If you guys haven't seen Raya and the Last dragon i would definitely recommend it even if you don't have kids this is just a good movie in general to just watch um it's action-packed it's heartfelt um it's very well written it's well done it doesn't feel like a kid's movie 
Um, there's like some genuine like emotions and stuff going on here. Real issues, uh, like real, real, um, uh, um, you know, issues regarding like trust and all that stuff. So I just think it's like very timely and it's very like, it, it's an important movie, I think, uh, especially now uh, in our day and age. And with everything that's going on specifically this week, you know, like right now and, and just the, the support that uh, we need to send out there for not just women, but for our Asian community. So, so just yeah. wanted to make sure that we could put that out there. Yeah. Today. Thanks for putting it out. Yeah, I think that uh, it's good to put some eyes on it and people will watch it and be aware of what's going on around us in our communities and stuff. And uh, you know, it's funny, it, it's not funny, but it's interesting that uh, maybe because I haven't been out as much or I haven't, you know the only thing the only times I hear it is in the news but I just haven't uh, I didn't realize <clears throat> the uh, social issues we were getting into uh, or that was happening around the Asian community honestly like again I only knew it because of what we kept hearing in um, in the news about certain people and putting out there about the um, <clears throat> the uh, experiences that some of these people were going through like whole Jeremy Lin uh, thing I don't know if you saw about Jeremy Lin, uh, mm-hmm. the ex Laker, ex Nick, ex Warrior. I don't know what other teams he played on, but yeah. uh, he, uh, you know, he had a, a situation also, um, you know, uh, regarding racism against you know the Asian community. So like, again, I saw those in the news, but I haven't really, I didn't, I didn't realize how much of a bigger problem it was. You know, like I just, you know. I just figured it was just these instances, but I didn't realize until this whole shooting and it was, a uh, you know, within the Asian community, I'm like, man, it's, I, I need to be a bit more uh, in tune as to what's going on because I didn't realize it was that big of a problem. Uh, not saying that it wasn't there. I just didn't know it, it was, mm. it was just, you know, all over the place right now. So right. yeah, our, our thoughts are with those families that, that lost loved ones because of this senseless act, dude. And, and <laughs> It just like it. I just so it gets me so upset when you start hearing about any type of excuse they make for somebody who commits this, who happens to be a white person, and and they just kind of gloss over it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You heard of the sheriff when he's talking about it? He goes, "Yeah, it's just one guy who had a bad day." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> That's crazy. A bad day. He killed like what eight people, but yeah, yeah, he had a bad day. Like, what about the people who died? Right. What about the people who got shot? I think they are the ones that had a bad day. Yeah. Or what would have been the what, what would have the reaction been had that, that been a person of color who did all that? Or oh yeah, who was like even attempted to do something like that? Yeah, there would be no way, no sense of trying to make some type of excuse for it. So right, yeah, it's just you know, uh, yeah, it's just that's why you know that's why we need you know shows that can talk to us about you know other things and bring us together as opposed to putting out stuff that just causes more division amongst people mm-hmm. and stuff. So, you know, there it is. That's what the beta part, that's what we do. We're going to talk about For sure. And, and yeah, and then, I mean, and it's it's kind of like happening already, right? Because we see, again, like Raya seeing a strong Asian female character being the, the lead protagonist, the hero of her story. And then we see like WandaVision where Wanda is the, like the lead character in that. So a powerful female character, probably <clears throat> one of the more powerful beings in the entire universe in that context in that universe and then we see like falcon and winter soldier where we have now like falcon being the lead here uh um anthony mackie being an african-american actor who is extraordinary at all he does too like him being the lead of this uh this tv show um he gets first billing right he is it's the falcon and the winter soldier so uh um i just think that's it's it's an important time, and and a lot of uh, these movies and shows are doing a good job of putting out like that positive representation of people of color and stuff too. So that's one of the things too that I feel like it's very important for us, being Hispanic, being Latinos, people of color, yeah. to just kind of acknowledge that representation and knowing that it is important, you know, for and sure. it, we stand for all that stuff and just kind of hope to see more of it, yeah, in the yeah. future, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well. All right, man, let's shift gears here and let's talk about, we've been talking a lot about Marvel and Disney, so let's switch over to another um, a comic book uh, house, and that's the House of DC, man. So let's talk about this whole 
Zack Snyder's Justice League and <laughs> no, no, no. Let's seriously talk about this. Let's seriously, see <laughs> this four-hour marathon. Exactly. I just I, the the thought of having to stay up for four hours to watch this. What I am just going to assume is a dumpster fire of a movie. Uh, it's just not not really uh, something that I'm looking forward to. Change my mind. But are you going to watch it though? Maybe. You should. <laughs> you should. Uh, no, I watched it. Change uh, my mind. Well, let me give you let me give you some uh, thoughts here because I'm two hours in. I haven't finished watching it. I am two th- two hours in this movie, and so far. From what I've seen, the scenes that have been added actually make the movie better so far. Like, it's basically the same movie with added character development in it. But you're not doing it any favors by saying it's exactly the same movie. I know. That movie sucks. Well, I'm not telling oh. you that the movie's great, though. <laughs> I, think that's, oh, okay. I think that's the point. I think the point is here is that the movie, it's the same exact movie. And again, to be fair, uh, and I'll complete my review next week, but I've only, I'm two hours in, and f- so far, it's not been terrible. I mean, it's I think they, what they have done is they have taken out a few scenes that I think made the movie, like the forced humor on it, were taken out. Although Barry Allen, his scenes are are mostly there. Some have been taken out and some have been added in. <clears throat> when he, for example, when he, um, when he saves, um, uh, with, uh, oh my God, I knew her name right now, but um, was it April West? No, April is the Ninja Turtles. Iris, Turtles. Iris West. Iris? <clears throat> Iris West. Thank you. When he saves her, that was a part that was cut out that we actually saw scenes when Justice League was being done, and then it was just for some reason taken out. It was put back in there. Um, so some scenes that are in there, like that were added, are fine. But I think what has been put in and what has been kind of added into the movie make the movie a better movie. But it's still so far the same movie. So, um, but again, it's making it better. So maybe when I finish it, it will be overall so much better movie. Which mm-hmm. I think that's the case. I think it will be. You know, it's it's. Uh, stay with me here, though. It's gonna be the same movie, uh, but but just better. But I don't think it's gonna make the movie that much better in its totality. <laughs> did did I like, confuse you? <laughs> that's like ridiculous. Like to like the, the even just the prospect of I'm gonna spend four hours <clears throat> to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is not necessarily improving on the original, but just making it more mediocre. Like, it just doesn't... It's like a make... good mediocre, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's, it, it, I, it, I understand. It's... So the one thing that I, my biggest, uh, you know, what, what I the reason I would probably watch this is because I think it was originally, like what Zack Snyder had originally planned, even though I'm not like in line with, Zack Snyder's vision of you know the the DC universe um, and all like the 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 darkness that he wants to bring in and all that stuff. Um, but I've from what I've read and what I've heard is that like he had his you know four hour epic vision for what Justice League should have been, uh, and I think what we ended up getting uh, with Joss Whedon was you know the the like the the like the worst case of editing that we could have gotten. Uh, because there's a, so many parts of that movie that just don't that, that just don't make sense that don't fit together and like you have is, <clears throat> when you reach that last fight like at the end like you have no idea why any of these people are together what they're doing together like how they even like really got together to become the Justice League to like rely on each other I guess it just it, it all just felt like shoehorned and it just didn't fit so if anything, I know that this is like one of the only things that I would probably be looking for forward to seeing the most is like gaining a little bit more backstory and onto like what each character's motivation is and 
because uh, that, that is one thing that I've read so far. One of the, the like the reviews is that it does give them a purpose at the end of that fight. Like you do understand why each one of those characters is there at the end. And so that makes that whole battle a little bit more palatable. Even Steppenwolf too. Like it makes sense why he's there and what he's fighting for. And so for that, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, like that, that makes it somewhat appealing because that last fight, like nothing felt earned. It was kind of like a, it, it was like, like another suicide squad where it was like, all of a sudden in Suicide Squad, like, they were all family after, what, like, one day together, like, a couple of hours <laughs> Well, that together. was that was it definitely, yeah, that was definitely a little bit more exaggerated, I think, in Suicide Squad. I don't see the same thing in Justice League, to be honest with you. I don't find that same kind of, like, um, forced family in there. I do think that there's, um, they haven't been together too, you know, as much to create a, a cohesive team for sure because they need mm. Superman towards the end to bail them out pretty much, you know? Um, so uh, I, I get what you're saying, but I think at the same time, what um, one other, I'll give you an example. Um, I don't remember this in, in the Joss Whedon Justice League. So I, I hope I'm not being stupid here and it was in there and I don't remember it, but I don't remember it, but there's a scene where this, um, this like uh what would you call it kind of like this um i'm looking for like consigliere <laughs> to dark side uh for for uh, um, uh i can't imagine i can't think of a better word but <clears throat> he's like the, the the servant i guess for dark side and he's speaking on behalf of dark side to steppenwolf and you kind of find out the motivation there too where apparently steppenwolf did something where he's been banished and he's trying to get it back into the good graces of dark side that little scene actually helps steppenwolf and to understand why why he's there and what he's doing and and why he's part of the villain in the story mm -hmm. actually that scene itself in justice league i think would have been so much better to understand who the heck is steppenwolf because when you watch justice league justice league and you see steppenwolf you're like who's this guy like you have no idea who steppenwolf is and right. what his motivations other than get the the mother boxes for Darkseid, but there's like, why didn't Darkseid show up or why is he not, you know, it's just like, it just doesn't, you know, make sense as much. But with that scene, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, apparently he, he tried to betray Darkseid or something like that. So he's kind of been banished, but he's trying to get back into his good graces. So it's like, mm -hmm. at least there's like, okay, now I get it. So that's what right. I mean, where it's basically the same movie, but they have these added scenes to try to make the movie better. The only thing is that my thing is that, you know, Zack Snyder got to see how the movie was made and then say, oh, you know what? I'm going to make it better because I'm not going to do this, this or this, and I'm going to be able to make it better. Like how many how many movies out there can benefit from two extra hours or something, you know what I mean, right. to make their movie? You know, I think the, the actual challenge is to make a cohesive movie within those two hours and 30 minutes or whatever, as opposed mm. to using four hours to try to build your your universe. So I that's right. the only thing I see like I don't want to I don't want to sound like too like negative cuz I know everybody knows my critique on Zack Snyder. I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder. Right. But so far from what I've seen, again, I'm not done with it. I think when I finish it cuz I do want to finish it. Um I'll I'll see what the final verdict is, but so far the scenes that have been added actually do help the movie. Okay, I'm not saying it makes the movie Endgame quality or Infinity War quality, but it definitely is making the movie better in what I've seen, and mm. and and fleshing out these characters, you know, finding out their motivation. So far, the Steppenwolf yeah. scene already leaps and bounds better, and at least you understand why he's doing what he's doing, and <clears throat> some of the added scenes, dude. I didn't remember this too, man. Do you remember the beginning with Wonder Woman? And she's saving the kids in a museum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't remember her being like this aggressive, dude. She's <laughs> like, she's throwing guys into the freaking walls like with ferocity, dude. Like, she's not just like knocking these guys down. She's like, yeah. I'm punching you through the freaking wall into the next building. That kind of ferocity, dude. And there's like blood well, splatter. One of the highlights of the. Um 
the like Gotham Harbor fight scene, or am I getting confused with um? Is that is that? It's Batman, Batman versus Superman, the the one where or like Batman's like so visceral and it's just fighting everybody. Yeah, or? dude, he's just like breaking dudes like faces onto like the floorboards and stuff and all that. Like that's probably like one of my favorite scenes of that movie. Yeah, only scenes of that movie that I like. Yeah, but, um, but it, yeah, dude, in this scene, like she's like she's pretty awesome in this scene. Like a Wonder Woman, like. That dude's like shooting stuff and her blocking every shot. I remember that being in the movie, but her, like, just like flinging guys into the wall and the guys look like they're just mangled, dude. Like, there's a scene where after she's done all that, there's a blood splatter in the back wall, and I was like, damn, she like totally blew the you know guy head off the wall, dude. It's crazy. (laughs) It's just like I mean, smashed the guy's head off the wall. So those little differences, I think, are are you know. are making the movie better, but again, I feel like I'm watching the same movie, but just different scenes. But I don't know at the end of the day, after I finish watching, if the movie's that much better or um, is it still the same, just longer. You know what I mean? Uh, it might right. not make sense, but I just think it's just so far. I like the scenes that I've seen already that were not in the first movie. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm continuing my skepticism of like <laughs> Zack Shut Snyder up. and and Justice League, just kind of in general, only because like, uh, yeah, like that. And I think it's important to kind of like talk about the power of social media, right? Like this would have never happened. I don't think HBO would have invested this much money into this project had there not been like a huge like social media backing behind it, like the whole hashtag release the Snyder cut or whatever it was, or uh, hashtag Snyder cut, whatever those hashtags were before. Um, but then does that just mean then that like, we're going to see more Zack Snyder in the future in like <clears throat> DC or, or what is, I don't know. I think what, from what I've heard about the ending is that the ending sets up what have, what would have been the Snyder universe for the DCU, or at least the motivations. And obviously they've gone another direction. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, I guess we'll see so far the, the, what I've seen about what people are talking about has been positive, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see. We'll talk about it next week, but um, yeah, dude, we're going to, we're going to round up the show. Now we're going to, we're coming to the end. We're at the end of our show for today. At and the end of the road, I will come to you. I don't remember what the, <laughs> yeah, voice, the voice of man, dude. I don't, yeah, voice of man, dude. Yeah, yeah that's a perfect. We, you know what? We should probably. No, we're going to get sued if we play that. Every, yeah, probably. <laughs> we'll just stay with our outro music, uh, which we'll hear now. Now. So there it is. So that is the official uh, cue to end the show. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of the Beta Report. Hope you enjoyed our nonsense talking stuff uh, points about the shows that we love and you'll stick with us next week when we start talking about other stuff we'll give our first review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier did we love it hate it spoilers we'll probably love it so that's probably what's gonna happen but come back and join us again for next week we are uh, gonna be talking about other stuff as well and I hope you guys enjoy it don't forget to hit up our social media sites at The Beta Report our Facebook at The Beta Report and of course website at the Beta Report.com where you can see the con eat a live scorpion yeah. don't believe me go check it out for yourself go check it out yeah. thank you so much for joining us for the Beta Report this is the con this is Jay and we are the Beta Report <laughs> <laughs> bye bye <laughs>